Jose Altuve is simultaneously one of the most loved and hated players in the MLB. Regardless if you love or hate him, should you consider him the number one second baseman for fantasy baseball this season? We'll discuss that and more on today's action-packed episode of Locked On Fantasy Baseball. You are Locked On Fantasy Baseball, your daily fantasy baseball podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, fantasy baseball fanatics, and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Baseball Podcast, brought to you by the Locked On Sports Network, your team every day. As always, we're your number one source for fantasy baseball knowledge, and thank you for making us your first listen each and every day. I am your host, Dominic Martino, and back today is my co-host, my brother, Matthew Ane. Yo, yo. You can find us on all social media platforms and podcasting apps. Just search for Locked On Fantasy Baseball and we'll be there. Please be sure to like, subscribe, comment, especially on YouTube because we love to talk fantasy baseball with you. And guys, today, if you haven't noticed, you know, if you're a fan, uh, Matt and I are getting pretty close to the 1,000 subscriber mark here on YouTube. So all we ask of you is if you guys could share our podcast, you know, with a friend of maybe a couple of friends that also love fantasy baseball or just baseball in general, we would truly appreciate that because, as we said, we're trying to cross that 1,000 subscriber threshold, and it would, it would truly mean a lot to us. But, guys, to, on today's episode, Matt and I are going to be talking about our second base rankings for the upcoming 2023 fantasy baseball season. Our rankings are based on 5x5 head-to-head category leagues, but they also work for Roto. We will try and give you a little bit of a point spin on some of these guys, but it's kind of tough because points leagues are, points leagues are subjective, meaning... Uh, anybody could have any kind of point system going on. If you have any questions specifically about your points league, feel free to DM us um, on Instagram is where we're usually the most active. And um, you, we're going to be going through the episode using Fantasy Pros um, ADP. So if you want to follow um, on there, pull up Fantasy Pros, uh, just go to their ADP and uh, go through the second base rankings. Also, if you want to see Matt and I's second base ranking as we're doing this as well, head to our website that is in our link tree. Click on that. And you can see Matt and I's second base rankings as well. But with that being said, Matt, who do we have up first, brother? So it seems like the highest draft second baseman is Marcus Simeon. And it's interesting to me because I really would have thought that um, Jose Altuve would have been the number number one and highest drafted second baseman. So it's a little stunning to me. I can understand why, um, just because of the team, how he's been performing. He's been very consistent. But... I mean, there's a difference in, I, I feel, quality in the team that's around Marcus Simeon versus the team that's around, um, you know, Altuve. But let me read off why this is happening. What could I see in my breakdown on Marcus Simeon? So last year he had um, 657 at-bats. He had 101 runs. He had 26 home runs. He had 83 ribbies. He had 25 stolen bases. And he had um, he batted 248. Now that's great and all, but I mean – it ain't better than Altuve, in my opinion. I don't feel as safe as with Altuve. Altuve usually hits for better batting average. And it was also a low batting average year for him because in 2021, he batted 265. Um, in 2019, he had he batted 3-0. Um, I'm sorry. I'm reading OPS. Uh, 285. It's just like 
it's a little weird for, for me in this, and it's not his first year on the team. So this is where I'm a little concerned and I just would prefer for Simeon to be down. I have Simeon what now my third second base. So it's not too far off. I just feel like that's a little high for him. And I'd rather do Jose Otuve. Well, real quick, Matt, it was, it was his first year in Texas. So maybe oh. we do give him, a, give him a little bit of a break for that. I will say this, the most intriguing thing that I've come across when it comes to Marcus Simeon is that last year he got off to such a rocky start. Last year for Marcus Simeon in uh, April slash March, he played 21 games, 83 at-bats, no homers, only six RBIs, and he hit 157. And then in May, it was you know pretty much just as bad, 26 games, 103 at-bats, one home run, 11 RBIs, uh, and he hit 233. But then he really turned it up in June, uh, 26 uh, games, 101, uh, 108 at-bats, 18 runs, 7 bombs, 15 RBI, 6 steals at 287. And then the rest of the way through, he was pretty strong as well, except for, you know, a little bit of a lackluster August. You know, July was great for Marcus Simeon. September, October was great for Marcus Simeon. I think if he can keep that ball rolling, I truly believe that he can be a top, you know, tier second baseman. I have Marcus Simeon as my number two second baseman. Matt, did you say where you have Simeon? Do you have number two as well? Three. Okay, Matt has him at number three. So we're right in sync. Marcus uh, Simeon is currently coming off the board, as uh, I believe Matt mentioned, as the number two overall second baseman, pick 30. Uh, You know, second base is so weak this year that I'm not going to blame you if you do that. You take Marcus Simeon there, probably second round, third round pick. I don't know if I'm exactly making that move, but um, once again, can't blame me if that's what you want to do with your team. Real quick, I do just want to mention one thing off of the top here before we get too far into this. Mookie Betts is eligible at second base on Yahoo. So if you are playing on Yahoo, uh, Mookie Betts moves up to, you know, that top tier of a first round pick, uh, number one overall second baseman. If you can, you know, get him in your platform when you play as a second baseman. But let's move on. You know, Matt, uh, Matt mentioned him. He was a little bit at the top of a tease here and it's Jose Altuve. And, uh, you know, when he's not out there uh, banging on the trash cans, he's, uh, you know, still, still a pretty good, still a pretty good player, right? I have Jose Altuve as my number one second baseman coming into fantasy baseball season this year. Uh, and there's a great reason why he's bounced back in, uh, you know, in the old age. He did have a little bit of a down year in the 2020 COVID year, but I don't really count that. And I don't think anybody should really count the COVID year. There was so much going on that year that it, I think it should just be erased from the history. But, you know, uh, last year, Jose Altuve, 141 games. 527 at-bats, 103 runs, 39 doubles, 28 bombs, uh, 57 RBIs, a little lackluster. I think that pops back up this year with that great, great uh, Houston lineup, 18 steals, and he hit 300. I mean, uh, the the guy is just an all-around fantasy stud, five-tool guy as far as I'm concerned. Uh, Take him as as your second baseman and feel very confident. Jose Altuve is number three second baseman according to ADP, pick 30. I would take him over Marcus Simeon all day long. Yeah, I, I mean, Dom pretty much just took the, all the words out of my mouth there. <laughs> Sorry, um, no, nah, you're good, man. I mean, this is what we're here to do is be on in sync. And, you know, just, you know, Altuve is great. He's, if you've noticed, we, we've been drafting him in our last two mocks, probably going to draft him on Monday yeah, again. Yes, sir. I mean, Altuve is just the safe answer at second base for me. Uh, and you know, then it's kind of like a toss up with the next three, even though they're all in a tier, I just have him as like tier one a, and then there's tier one B and that's, 
you know, the group of Simeon, Jazz, and Albies. Yeah. You know, and that's it's almost just similar to first base with those that those top four. Right. It's just there's a one A, one B guy, and then two, three, four, five. But before we move on here and we talk about the rest of the um the rest of the second base, or you know, however we get before the next ad break. I want to talk about a sponsor here, and that's uh FanDuel. Here at Lockdown, we're super excited about our new sports betting partner, FanDuel. The midway point of the NBA season is here, and now it's the perfect time to download FanDuel, America's number one sports book. New customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's bonus bets back if your bet doesn't win. Just download FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's safe, uh, super easy to use. Then <laughs> you can bet on everything from money lines to point score to threes drain. Plus, FanDuel even lets you combine bets for a chance at bigger payouts with same-game parlay. So don't miss out on your chance for your no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Go to FanDuel.com slash locked on. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on to get started today. Make every moment more with FanDuel, the official sports betting partner of the NBA. So before we move on there, I mean, so essentially now we're going to talk about our buddies, um, Jazz Chisholm, somebody that we all know I'm obsessed with. On, 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 you know, I'm just going to steal this one. And I think Jazz yeah. is actually has the upside to just be absolutely incredible this year. He's somebody that like I've been trying to draft everywhere. And I just think if he could put a whole season together, he could be incredible. You know, he started off the year bad out of hell and, you know, was hitting like 280. He had four home runs. He had so many ribbies and, and runs and he was killing it. And his end of the season numbers aren't atrocious, but he was plagued with injuries. It wasn't being consistent. But let me read off what he did in 213 at bats. He had 54 runs. Uh, um, I'm sorry, 39 runs. I read something else. 14 home runs, 45 ribbies, 12 stolen bases, and batted 254. Now, that's some ins- insane stats for a guy that only played a quarter of the season. It's about a quarter of what you normally get in a single season in terms of at bats. So, I mean, 14 home runs is actually really outrageous and really great. The the runs and ribbies are phenomenal, even on a team that you wouldn't expect for the ribbies to be there since Miami is doesn't really have too many play, uh, pieces around him. And then runs, you know, if you times that by like one and a half, right? So you double it. That's like what almost a hundred runs. We could say I'll even be a little bit more, you know, realistic. Let's just say 80, 80 to eighty-five, and then the batting average two fifty to two seventy. Let's see how he just finishes that and what he can do in a full season. I think the guy's got all the upside in the world, and I'm just really excited for him. The only downside, Jazz, is can he stay healthy? Is he going to end up on my flanges list, which is an injury-prone guy for anybody that hasn't heard me use that term before? You know, will he be will he be a flanges? Will he get his own hospital wing name after him after this season? And we'll see. And I really pray it's not that. So, you know, that's my take on Jazz Chisholm. Yeah, Matt, we're we're in sync. Did you say we have him ranked, brother? Yeah, I did not. So I have Jazz in my number four second baseman. Okay, I have Jazz as my number three second baseman, and I'll, I'll be honest, you know, I, I wasn't as high on him until Matt, you know, Matt and I really started breaking him down last year, and then I just wound up, I don't know how, I just wound up drafting him everywhere. He ended up on the Jazz train when it happened. I Dom, did, I did. Dom you know, I, I, I love me a little sweet jazz music. You know, I, I can't, you know, a little Dizzy Gillespie, you know, I, I love jazz, so, you know. You know, like uh, like um, what's your What is it, Matt? Um, Anchorman with uh, Steve Carell. He's like, I love yeah. Lamp. I-, I love jazz. He plays a jazz so, flute, baby. Yeah, a little, <laughs> a little jazz flute, if you will. <laughs> so the thing with jazz is, is uh, he could. I think he could be a 30-30 guy. The runs should be solid. The RBIs are questionable in that Marlins lineup, 
and the batting average is also suspect. I think, you know, the tops two, maybe 260 hitter, but that's still studly, studly production at second base. Currently, Jazz is coming off the board as the number four second baseman. Pick 47. I think he's a great pick if you can get him in that fourth, fifth round. Uh, if you get him in that fifth round, you got maybe like three bats here. Or you get yourself a starting pitcher. Then you come back in that fifth round, and Jazz is still happening, sitting there. It's a perfect spot to take him. Uh, I don't really have too much more analysis except that, you know, it was the stress fracture in the back last year. I want to see how he bounces back during spring training, make sure he's up and ready to go. Uh, other than that, you know, I'm on, I'm on board again this year. Let's, uh, let's ride that jazz train all night long. So let's talk about this next guy. And Matt and I differ on him a tiny little bit, and that's Ozzy Albies. I do have Ozzy Albies as my number four second baseman. Uh, the thing is, I kind of just another guy that was banged up last year with a multitude of injuries. Uh, I know he came back from one, and then he went right back out with another. Uh, you know, last year in the games he did play, though, you know, Ozzy Albies was actually uh, – he was decent. It was 64 games, uh, 247 at-bats, 36 runs, uh, 16 doubles, 8 bombs, 35 RBIs, and 3 steals, and he hit 247. And my thing is, is I know I know the runs are going to be there in that Braves lineup. I know the home runs are, are going to be decent, let's say 20-plus. RBI should be decent as well. Chips in some steals. Batting average is probably the only question for me when he hit 259 in 2021. He hit 247 last year. Let's see how Ozzy bounces back. Right now, he's coming off the board. Ozzy Albies is the fifth second baseman. Pick 50 overall. See, my thing is, is if I'm taking a second baseman early, I want either, you know, Simeon at pick 30, uh, Altuve at pick 30, you know, third around 30 as well, or Jazz at pick 47. I don't think I'm going to take the risk uh, at that spot with Ozzy Albies, but I do see the upside if you do want to take him. Yeah, I mean, Ozzy Albies is one of those guys that's like he, he could be all over the board, but there's a lot of upside because of the team that surrounds him. He's going to be in a position to be successful with that team. So that is why he's my number – what did I have? I moved him around today. My number two – um second baseman i just feel that you know the upside outweighs the risk with him personally i just feel that you know he's been hurt twice in his career actually not even just once where he missed a whole season so you know i could really just say hey i could chalk it up to just bad luck and you know let's see what really happens with him and i, I i've been a fan since he's since he got came up this is his what lowest batting career season ever you know, yeah. he's usually anywhere from 260 to his highest was 295 in that great 2019 season. But, I mean, I don't think he's ever going to be there. I think he's going to live in that 260 to 270 range. And that's why he's there for me. And he just has all the wonders and all, all the potential in the world. But let's move on here to somebody else. Another guy uh, that is might as well be called Mr. Steer Your Girl. And that's Mr. Tommy Edmonds. Tommy Edmonds is an interesting name. Um, you know, he he isn't the most, like, sexy pick i guess is what it is for fantasy right outside of those steel numbers essentially that's all you draft him for since he had 32 stolen bases last year but like he it's really the only category he really contributes in well no he had runs too but let, let's read off what he did right runs, he has runs. yeah so he's a two category contributor because it is we'll get into it let me get let me just read it off real quick i'm getting ahead of myself so last year he had 577 at bats he had 95 runs he had 31 doubles which is really nice four triples only 13 home runs, only 57 ribbies, 32 stolen bases, and he batted at a measly 265. Now, again, like I said, he was a two-category contributor. He'll chip in some stuff for you, but pretty much he's just going to be in a position to 
get brought home and to steal some bases and he won't destroy your batting average. You know, it's okay. I just feel that where we like, I have him at six, but it's more of out of obligation and out of like, okay, where does that tear drop off for me at this point? Cause like you look at guys like, um, guys that I would have above him. There's only one other person I have, and he's way, way in the mud in this. And I, I understand why. And I brand in low one spot ahead of him. Um, and I just feel that, you know, I have brand low five Edmonds six, and I just feel that brand low just has more upside. Whereas Edmonds just is, is who he is. It is just not enough for me to be like, I'm going to invest that high of a pick on Tommy Edmonds. And that's, that's pretty much where I'm at with Tommy. Yeah, Matt, you did a pretty good job covering Tommy there. I'm just going to throw my two cents in real quick, and we'll keep it pushing. The thing with Tommy Edmond is, is like I think, Matt, you just pretty much said, the book is out on Tommy Edmond. You're going to get pretty solid runs. You're going to get above-average steals. The batting average isn't going to kill you. It's mediocre. It's going to give you no power. The RBIs are not going to be there. So my thing is, is you're going to have to invest the sixth overall, second baseman, pick 79 for Tommy Edmond. There's so many guys after him I like. I like the guys before him more. Honestly, Tommy Edmonds probably might bust that second base just in according to value. I, I I think he'll contribute in those categories that I mentioned, you know, runs, steals, batting averages is okay. But as far as taking him that high, I think it's a bust. Uh, also, the thing is with steals this year, uh, a lot more guys are going to be contributing in that category with the bigger bases and, you know, the pitch clock and that you can only throw over so many times on pickoff attempts. I, I, I just think Tommy Edmond. I have Tommy Edmond as my 10-second baseman, so uh, let's just keep it pushing there. Next up is Andres Jimenez, a breakout star last year. He was an all-star for that Cleveland team. I have Jimenez as my number five second baseman. I just think the kid's an absolute stud. That um, you know, Cleveland lineup has been uh, improving over the last few years. I think they even improve a little bit more this year. They got Josh Bell driving everybody home, and you know those young guys taking the next step like Oscar Gonzalez and Stephen Kwan. So let's talk about Jimenez, though. As a 23-year-old, Jimenez had played 146 games, 491 at-bats, 66 runs, 26 doubles, 3 triples, 17 bombs, 69 RBIs, 20 steals, and he hit 297. Uh, you know, he, in the minors, uh, you know, Jimenez was always pretty solid, gave you a good batting average, you know, not so much a pop guy, but he's, you know, he's quick on the base, base paths. He had 38 steals in the 2018 season. Uh, you know, let's see if the kid comes into that man body right now. He's currently 5'11", 161. I would like to see him, you know, maybe put on 15 pounds of muscle. Maybe it's not this year. Maybe it's next year. I think Jimenez is a great pick in, uh, you know, dynasty leagues. Right now, uh, you have to pay for him as the number seven second baseman pick 86. I could see myself doing that. Definitely would take him over Tommy Edmond. And then some of the guys under him that are coming up, I do like Jimenez a bit more with that power-speed combo. Somebody I'm definitely targeting in uh fantasy drafts this year. Yeah, I think Jimenez is a nice little, you know, sneaky pick this year. I just I'm surprised that he's going this early. I I'm not mad at where he's going. I have him as my number seven. And to be honest, he's probably gonna get bumped up over Edmonds after today, most likely. So, you know, you'll see a new updated um rankings from us by the end of the week and you'll see probably where he's ahead of Edmonds. It's just Andres Jimenez is just a little bit, it could be a very sneaky pick this year. and could be very, very beneficial at that, at, at that second place, uh, second base spot. But before we move on here and I start talking about this next guy who we're going to talk about whether he's being overdrafted or not, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to talk about some great sponsors. 
And we're back. So we're going to talk, like I said before, we're going to talk about somebody that I think might be being overdrafted, and that's Mr. Glaber Torres. Glaber Torres is is a curious case, right? He was this high-end prospect, came up with a lot of hype, and we all thought he was going to be this like wonderful second-base shortstop. And it turns out he's just like mediocre. He's good. He's still 26, still coming into the prime years. And last year wasn't atrocious. So let me read off what he did. And 526 at-bats, he had 73 runs, 24 home runs, 76 ribbies, 10 stolen bases, and batted a 257. Now, that's not absolutely horrible. But for what you have to pay to get him at the eighth short, uh, eighth second, second baseman, that is where I have a problem. You know, for that kind of production... Like there's going to be a couple of names you're going to talk about. I already mentioned one and Brandon Lowe that has way more upside and that you can get for a significantly cheaper. I'm going to be passing on Glaber Torres for just the fact that he's just been this like meh, meh player for the last couple of years. Like his best year was 2019 and he hasn't even come close to even snuffing it since. So I just, I can't foresee myself drafting him unless he does it. And like, if I can get him at where I have him at 13, which Apparently, I'm not going to touch him at all. Then I'd be okay with it, but it's just not going to happen. So, Glaber Torres, for me, isn't out. Yeah, man, we're kind of in sync on Glaber. I have him as my number 11 second baseman, a little higher than you do. Uh, the thing is, is you know, he, he's got the power, you know, 20, 24 bombs last year. He's in that good Yankees lineup, but the Matt, Matt said, you know, pick 114, the eighth second baseman. I really don't think I'm, I'm doing that. Uh, maybe we missed the breakout because he's still young, but you know, there's there's guys under him, guys above him that I do like more. So uh, Glaber Torres probably won't be on a lot of my teams uh, this this year. With that being said, let's move on to the next guy here. That's Mac Max Muncie. Max Muncie's currently coming off the board as the number nine second baseman, pick 133 overall. I have Max Muncie as my sixth second baseman, so I'm, I'm in on Muncie this year, and I think that's a a pretty good value pick for him at pick 133. Uh, Muncie was a little bit banged up last year. You know, he uh, started off the season, you know, I believe, um, you know, I believe he was a little banged up. Uh, but he did play a decent amount last year, but didn't really catch his groove till the second half. Uh, his overall numbers don't look too sexy. Uh, Max Muncie last year, 136 games, 464 at-bats, 69 runs, 22 doubles, 21 bombs, 69 RBIs, and he hit 196. But let's go back to that, you know, all-star season in 2021. Max Muncy, 144 games, 497 at-bats, 95 runs, 26 doubles, 36 bombs, 94 RBIs, and he hit 249. Now, that's pretty much what I expect from Max Muncy because he done he did it twice before in 2018 and 2019. He was a 30-plus bomb guy, hit around 250, you know, those years. I truly believe that's who he is. We're getting a little bit of a discount on him this year compared to last year. I think Max Muncy's a safe pick if you wait on second baseman and you're in that 130 range and you're looking to fill the position. Max Muncy is somebody that I do like this year for fantasy baseball. Yeah, I like Max a lot. We'll see how he plays out. Right now, I have him ranked pretty conservatively. I have him ranked as 11. Um, I just think that, you know, ultimately, he is pretty valuable at the second base position. And the fact that he has multiple eligibility is nice as well. I just there's a few people ahead of him that I would like to draft before, but it isn't a I guess I won't be getting him at this point either. Let's just put it that way, because with him in nine, there's a couple names I prefer. Let's move on to somebody else here, and that's Mr. Brendan Lowe. Now, I'm very surprised at the ranking. Actually, I shouldn't be because 
you know, even though he's 10 and I have him at, at five, I can understand why. So essentially he is a flanges guy, you know, yeah. Brandon Lowe has just <laughs> not been able to be healthy. Right. And it's unfortunate because he's a, like an outlier for the position. You know, he has power and he has more of like a prototypical, like first base outfield bat, right? He has power, no speed, and he hits like 250, but he'll get you, you know, runs and ribbies and home runs all day. So like, it's, it's a different platform and a different animal for Brandon Lowe. And it, I, I, I genuinely like him. I think if he could put a whole season together, he can be incredible. Last year wasn't great though. And I'm going to read off what he did. He had 235 at bats. 31 runs, eight home runs, 25 ribbies. He had one stolen base <laughs> and he batted 221. But I just, I don't think that's him, you know? Like, I feel like in 2021, he had a he had a full season and he had 97 runs. He had 31 doubles. He had 39 home runs, oh, 99 ribbies, and he batted 247. Like, that's what you're pretty much looking for. And that was only a year, a year prior. So if he can even play for most that and get like 480 at bats those numbers are going to be great and coming from your second base say for instance like you're getting them as your number 10 second baseman the number 10 second baseman off the board that's a steal especially if you missed out on some power at the other positions you know you can make up with it with brandon low see the thing is like you'll see us do different draft strategies and we draft different guys for different reasons based off of our team construction so like he's one of those guys hey i'm out on power but i also need a second baseman I'm going to scoop up Brandon Lowe and take the upside. Yeah, yeah I, Matt, I like I like Brandon Lowe as well. Last year, you know, he was dealing with a plethora of different injuries. Uh, last year, he had um, let let's go through this. He had a stress reaction in his lower back. Then he came back, bruised his right tricep, came back, had more discomfort in his lower back, and then he came back again and just wasn't great. Matt read you off the numbers from last year, very uh, mediocre. I think if I had to give you a projection for Brandon Lowe, um, the runs and the RBIs could be, you know, plus. The home runs are definitely going to be plus. He got 30-plus, um, you know, power. Chipped in seven steals in 2021. He chipped in five in 2019 and, uh, you know, that was 82 games. So maybe he chipped, you know, a little chippy chip and steals gets you around, you know, seven to eight, maybe seven to 10 uh, batting average. Uh, the I think the, the jury's still out on the batting average. He had 270, 2019, 2020, 269, 2021, he had 247. Depends if he's selling out for that power, which I think he will do. So it'll probably be around a 250 hitter. I have Brandon Lowe as my number seven, second baseman. And I think uh, the price of, you know, pick 152 is very fair on him. If you, have went safe in the batting average department early on in your drafts. You could definitely feel comfortable uh, taking Brandon Lowe as your second baseman around pick 150. Let's move on to the next guy, Lowe, and that's Jorge Polanco. Jorge Polanco, man, was a fantasy darling a few years ago, and I had picked him up in uh, all of my leagues, and, you know, he brought me to some fantasy glory, and then, you know, I took him in a few more leagues last year, and he absolutely disappointed but, uh, you know, let's uh, let's do some stats here on Jorge Polanco. As a 28-year-old last year, 104 games, 375 at-bats, 54 runs, 16 bombs, 56 RBIs, 3 steals, and he had 235. But, you know, uh, the year before, 2021, Polanco, 152 games, 588 at-bats, 97 runs, 35 doubles, 33 home runs, 98 RBIs, 11 steals, and he had 269. Now, do I think he's going to repeat that? Absolutely not. 
But can he be a plus in the runs and RBIs? Yes. Can he hit you 25-plus bombs? Yes. Is he going to chip in in steals? Yes. And Jorge Polanco is a 270 career hitter. So I I think he's a pretty solid pick for your fantasy teams. Uh, I don't know how much I want to go out on a limb and uh, actually take him this year. Because, you know, I I like to go early with, um, you know, second baseman. But last year he was dealing with – everyone seems like everyone was dealing with a back issue last year. Back issue – uh, knee inflammation. So I think we give him that one last chance and that pick one one fifty three. I uh, might be worth a shot, but I don't know if I'm necessarily targeting him. Yeah, I mean Polanco is in an is an interesting player. I feel like he's old reliable. If you didn't get one of the higher end, you know, second baseman that you can kind of scoop up and just be like, boom, you know, I know I got somebody that I can somewhat count on. And you didn't have to pay that high high of a price for him. And that that's just really what he is for you at this point, unless he can bounce back and do what he did the year prior. So, I mean, outside of that, I got nothing left to say on him. Um, let me talk about this last guy here before we got we give you our favorite guys that's left that we haven't talked about. Let's talk about Mr. Jake Cronenworth. Um, Jake is Jake's an interesting player. Um, you know, he's one of those guys that you know, everybody seems to like want to like, <laughs> you know, like, hey, like he could be good. He plays so many positions and he's on a really good team. But, you know, all he really is, is just a, a good baseball player. But he plays second base and he gets you decent production in, in a few categories. Right. Let me read off what he did in 587 at bats. He had. 88 runs, 17 home runs, 88 ribbies, three stolen bases, and he batted 239. Um, he's a career 256 guy. And I mean, the two years prior, he had a 266 and a 285, and that's a COVID year. So we'll just say 266 again. And if he can get that up, he's a decent contributor in three categories. And if he can even find his way to 20 home runs, that's pretty nice, especially since you've already missed out on all the other guys. I'm okay with taking him. Now, there is somebody that Dom's probably going to take next because I know he's not going to wait for me to take him. And he's yeah. probably the only other guy that I I would kick over him. So I've ranked much higher. Jake is, like I said, an interesting case. I don't have Jake buried, but he is my 16th overall. Um, We call it second baseman, whereas towards ADP, he is the number 12, which I just find outrageous. Um, I'm not paying that price for him. I'm more of like, you know, I'll let him, I'll let him slide. That's just me. Yeah, I think Jake, real quick, is is a more of a product of the team than he is himself, you know, because he he's been plus in the runs and RBIs last couple of years. Bombs, he's just chipping in, you know. I don't think maybe maybe twenty bombs max. Steals, he's not really doing too much for you. Uh, I guess the jury's still out on the batting average. He was good in twenty 2020 twenty and twenty twenty one last year. He fell to two forty. Uh, I mean, at pick, what is he going pick one sixty three? Uh, I, I, honestly, I wouldn't take him. I would just wait. Uh, there's a couple more guys we're about to talk about real quick with maybe quick hits on them that I would take over him. Uh, Matt, let's move on to our boy. I think Matt and I both have him pegged as our breakout at second base, and that's Vaughn Grissom. The thing is with Vaughn Grissom, the Braves are not guaranteeing him anything, but Vaughn Grissom said, you know what? I'm going to come out in spring training, and I'm going to have a three-for-three three game. I'm going to you know, just come out and do my thing and show the world why I deserve to you know, start at second base for the Braves. Von Grissom right now is coming off the board as number 14 second baseman, pick 169. I currently have Von Grissom as my number eight second baseman, and that moves up. If he's once they the Braves say he's won the job, it moves up. 
I think it puts him I put him right behind Jimenez or right there with Jimenez as my five or six second baseman. Uh, the value there on him, I pick 170, is, is absolutely elite. Vaughn uh, Grissom, let me just get you his stats real quick so I can I can show you why I think he's so good. I know it's supposed to be a quick hit, but Vaughn Grissom needs to be, to- be needs to be spoken about. I know we're probably driving up the price, but as a 21-year-old, Vaughn Grissom came up for 41 games, 141 at-bats, 24 runs, 6 doubles, 5 home runs, 18 RBIs, 5 steals, hit 291. He just came out uh, of you know the gate like a you know house on fire. Killed it. Show he showed he can hit big league pitching. And in the minors, he's been awesome too. Three twenty four in twenty twenty two, three nineteen in twenty twenty one, two eighty eight in twenty nineteen. Uh, like the kid's a power speed combo. I think he just breakout breakout year for Von Grissom. Yeah, I mean you could hear us talk about him all day. Von Grissom is just incredible. Yeah. You know, it's crazy too. Right now, I'm. I, if you look at my rankings, you're gonna be like, "Wow, you haven't ranked so high." Because I'm in my number tenth second yeah. baseman. But at the same time, I, there's been no doubt in my mind since we started recording in 2023 that he was going to make the roster because he's so, he, what he did last year, it, it, he just pretty much picked it up just like I thought he would. So, like, Von Grissom is going to be great. And you know what's awesome about this? You're getting him for free. So if you look at the ADP around him, right, who's being drafted around him, he's picked 169. So you have Whit Merrifield and Jake Cronenworth going right in front of him, right? Like, and then you right after him, you have Drew Rasmussen, Tyler Stevenson, Andres Munez, Cody Senga, right? I may have named two guys that you may pick over him, but here's the great part, right? If you're smart, you're going to have him one as your utility bat. And if you drafted Brandon Lowe, he's a great backup for when Brandon Lowe goes down. And you can scoop it up and fill him in with Von Grissom when Brandon Lowe goes down. Then you have Von Grissom at the second base. And boom, you get pretty much got a stellar second baseman for free 99 and a next replacement, and then guess what? Low is not your utility guy. So just you're welcome. You're welcome for Von Grissom. And uh, let's move on here because I can talk about him all night. Yeah, Matt. Let's um, let's let's try and do a couple quick hits. I'm gonna throw out some names. Uh, I'm gonna give my two cents as quick as I can, and then you just chime in if I if you if any of the guys I mentioned appeal to you. I uh, uh, speak upon them. You could speak, and then if not, just speak upon anybody you would like. So we're going to move down here. Uh, Jeff McNeil, kind of just really a runs and batting average guy. Uh, so not somebody that I'm really targeting unless you just need that batting average boost. Pick 176 is, you know, pretty solid for Jeff McNeil. Uh, after that, we have Jonathan India. Jonathan India is somebody that I actually do like as a bounce back candidate. He was dealing with a couple injuries last year. Cincinnati is a very, very good, you know, uh, park to hit in. I have India as my number 12 second baseman. He's coming off the board as the 16th second baseman, according to ADP, pick 185. If you miss out on Von Grissom, grab Jonathan India. Um, let's see who else here. I, I honestly, maybe it's just because I'm a Yankee fan, DJ LeMayhew. I like DJ LeMayhew a lot as a bounce back candidate, especially with the shift. Going away, DJ LeMay, he was a guy that knows how to hit. He's a professional hitter, hits hit 300 a bunch of times in his career. I think he can get back to hitting 300 this year. Uh, if he leads off for the Yankees, which like I'm expecting, I think he could be a huge runs guy. Not pop isn't going to be crazy. RBIs isn't going to be crazy. Steals are going to be crazy. But uh, batting average is going to be good. DJ LeMahieu is my number 18 second baseman coming off the board as the 21st second baseman. According to ADP, pick 212. And those are three guys that stand out to me here amongst the mess of second basemen that are going late. Matt, any thoughts on any of them, or is there anyone else that you would like to speak upon yourself? To be honest, it's really just Jonathan India. I think that. Oh yeah, so Jonathan India is the only guy that I say is worth, you know, a later draft draft pick. I think that he could bounce back. You know, 
guy just doesn't go and win rookie of the year and then just falls off. He did get hurt. The moments that he was up last year, he did so- show some moments of genius and where he, where he would look like he was the old John of India. You know, when you're young and you get hurt, it takes a little bit to get back. And, it you know, you're still adjusting to the league. And I feel like, hey, you know, the team around him and, you know, where they're trying to do to make him successful is going to, you know, show forth this season. And when we give an update on, I guess what, we're going to Friday, we'll have an episode on spring training updates. We'll, yeah. we'll fill you on and how he's doing and, you know, what, what could possibly be the trends for him and other players. But, I mean, outside of that, I think, I think we pretty much had it for the night. What do you say, Dom? Uh, yes, sir. So, guys, that is all for today. Be sure to like, subscribe, comment, rate, and review. Once again, please, if you're you're still here listening, that means you're a true fan. So you guys need to share this podcast with a friend or two or three that plays fantasy baseball or is just a baseball fan in general. Um, also, if um, you haven't already, you know, check out our website. You know, our website has a lot of great information, including our rankings. Also, thank you for making uh, Locked On Fantasy Baseball your first listen each and every day. Uh, if you guys enjoy what we do, please check out our colleague, uh, Lindsey Crosby's podcast. He hosts Locked On MLB Prospects. The guy's an encyclopedia of prospect knowledge. He will help prepare you for the fantasy baseball season as far as prospects go. Also, if you haven't checked it out already, Lindsey was on our top 10 prospect episode for this upcoming fantasy baseball season. Check that out. Uh, guys, we will be back tomorrow with shortstop rankings. So, you know, you need to check that out as well. A lot of things to check out as when it comes to Locked On and especially Locked On Fantasy Baseball. But, guys, until then, see you. Peace.